I'm Jared Ramos, defensive lineman for Rappel High School, class of 2022, Montana Commit, and you're listening to Playmakers Corner. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I am one of your hosts for today, Cody Stoffer. And I'm your other co-host, Mason Austin. And today we have a very special guest, one of the top prospects in the state of Colorado and the number one rated edge slash defensive end on our seniors list here. If you'd like to introduce yourself, uh, where you're from, where you played football and uh, kind of uh, and your graduating class, go for it, man. Yeah. Hey, my name is Jared Ramos. I'm class of 2022 senior right now and uh, I play for Rapo High School. Ramos. So we've been saying it wrong this whole time, huh? <laughs> uh, nah. People either say Ramos or Ramos. It's either or. All right. Well, I'll, I'll try and cut the habit and say it how you say because it, it is your name. But, uh, you know, to start off this interview, just kind of like a warm up question of sorts. We like to get to know players and their relationship with sport. And I mean, if you even only selected out of this year, there's plenty of plays to choose from and whatnot. But we'd like to know what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing this? This could be a whole game that you had that was super memorable. This could be a particular play or, you know, a season. It could be in football. It could be in any other sport, honestly. Like we had Arden Walker on last year and his was a basketball memory. So really just whatever you think of like playing sports, you're like, yeah, that's why I love doing what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, it's definitely probably the big plays, like any sack that I get. Uh, but one memory that I have that's really big is uh, this year when we beat Creek, thirteen uh, ten. So that was a big, that was a big game for us. Yeah, I was actually at that game, man, and you guys played your hearts out there. Yeah, Mason filled us in on it, and you know, even being former alumni. Uh, I'm going to admit it. We were definitely surprised, you know, and uh, obviously excited. I don't think we beat Creek in my four years when I went to Arapaho. So, you know, that was huge for the program and obviously monumental towards that uh, that co-centennial league crown that you guys eventually have. But uh, kind of moving on while also acknowledging that that was sick. And um, Moving on, what is your favorite sport viewing experience? You know, we kind of assume that if you play sports, you're probably also a fan of sports in some capacity. So this could be a live game that you watched, a memorable game on TV, or something along those lines. Uh, it would definitely have to be when I went to the Broncos game. Uh, I guess it was like middle school. My aunt bought us tickets. So it was, it was, a, it was a great game. Nice. We always love going to Broncos games. Mason and I actually got to see the last game against the Oakland Raiders uh, when we won by like one point when they went for two. So, you know, we're, we're yeah. a couple of Broncos fans here ourselves. So it's there's a surprising amount of non Broncos fans in the state of Colorado. So it's kind of refreshing to to hear some fond memories of the Broncos. But with all that being said, you know, here to talk football we talked about your game a lot on our episode so i'm going to toss it to mason here to kind of get your reaction to that yeah so you know i'm kind of the offensive and defensive line guy uh that you know watches a lot of film i've seen a lot of your film we did a whole breakdown in that episode uh, i was just wondering what's your you know what you thought about our evaluation of your game 
Yeah, so I actually thought it was amazing uh, just hearing someone break down like my film. I've never heard that. So uh, I just wanted to say thank you for that. But uh, I guess the thing that I kind of like pulled out of that was the feedback. I thought that was great. Uh, I loved hearing you guys talk about uh, what I need to work on. And uh, one thing was that you guys mentioned was my stance. Talking about some things that maybe I don't like as much. I'd say, Mason, you have a different kind of point of view on this because you kind of watched a breakdown on a stance like his. But his stance looks so freaking weird to me. It was the lowest thing I graded him, at least from a rushing standpoint. His stance is really weird. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it's good. But I think other times, like if he's trying to do stunts, which, you know, they do have him run stunts, which is very versatile of him. But when he runs stunts, his stance definitely stunts his stunts is a good way to put it because it doesn't allow him to move laterally as well. You know, so I think his stance is probably his biggest weakness to his versatility. And um, I think that's like that's something that I tried this year that was new because uh, I don't remember doing uh, doing that junior year. So that was kind of new this year. Yeah. Did you think that kind of helped impact your game at all or like changing it up a little? Uh, I say yes and no. I kind of changed it from game to game. So really depend depended so i didn't yeah. i didn't really notice the difference no that's definitely fair um you know going into it what are a couple qualities or you know abilities that you have that separate you from other defensive linemen in this state like that you see yourself doing that other guys just aren't for me i say the biggest thing is film uh just being able to read your key and the other thing is my hand fighting i think that's like a really big thing uh, that I have in my hips too. For him to be 6'4", 260 and be able to speed rush the way he does with the just the bag he has of different pass rush moves, you know, being able to knock the hands out of the way. Yeah, no, I definitely, I've definitely seen a lot of your film, man, and your hand fighting is unmatched with a lot of guys in this state, but you work over there at 6'0", don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's where, uh, that's where I work it every day. That's where, uh, that's where the lab is, is where we get the work done. So, you know, as you said, one of your favorite games this year was Creek and stuff. How was it trying to prepare uh, against, like, some of those tougher offenses, you know, the Legends, the Grandviews, the Vista, Creek, you know? How was it preparing against them versus other people? Uh, well, i say the biggest thing this year is early we kind of took a loss to Mount Vista, and that I kind of uh, pushed us the rest of the season to not take any game for granted. Um so I think we took each team the same. Like we took them the same. We watched film on them the same. Uh, the only thing was scheme-wise, it's the only difference that we had against each team. That's, that's very fair. Uh, do you think uh, Creek was probably the toughest opponent you guys faced, or? Honestly, I think Legend was the toughest that we faced. But uh, in the end, Creek beat Legend, and Creek went to the state championship. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, definitely a you know a take on it. Um, I was actually at both of those games for you guys, the Legend and the Creek and the Grandview, and Cody and I were also at the Mountain Vista game. So, you know, we saw all the different things, and you know, Legend really. I think they brought out some looks they probably didn't bring out in film, and I think that's where it kind of shook everybody at first. Oh yeah, but, I uh, think yeah, the biggest thing when we played them was 
uh, we could have run on them. So we, we had to keep passing the ball. So that was a, that was a big thing because uh, we're more of a run team. The defense was still getting it done, man. I watched you guys stuff them, pass it back. You know, what are some of the things going into this offseason that you're making a point on working? Uh, the biggest thing is my agility and speed. Uh, I feel like that's something I really need to work on. Just with my size, I could. I think that's something I have a lot of potential in is my speed. Yeah, no, you do. I am going to go ahead and pass it back to Cody to get into a little more of the recruiting side of this. Yeah, so, and then just a quick reaction to, you know, kind of some of the things that you talked about. Obviously, you know, you, you mentioned it's kind of weird how Legend was a tough matchup, but I mean, it's all about the matchup and who shows what, you know. I mean, like you said, one week you you lose to Mountain Vista and the a couple weeks later you beat Creek, right? And, you know, Creek beats Mountain Vista. Every week is a different week, and that's why football is such an amazing game is because, you know, I mean, I know this thing's any given Sunday, but, you know, whether it's high school football, college football, or professional football, anyone can win any game. I mean, we're seeing it in the NFL now even where a seventh-seed Niners went down to the wire against one of the higher-seeded Rams, you know, in the playoffs and stuff like that. So, you know, just had to kind of comment there on the beauty of the game and whatnot. And I guess a little bit before we jump into recruiting stuff, you know, we already kind of talked about the Arapahoe game. Also, I didn't realize how many Arapahoe games we made it out to, but that's what happens when you're an alumni. But, you know, I guess kind of you got to play with some great talent over there at Arapahoe. I guess what are two to three things that you think separated that Arapahoe defense from other defenses around the state or country? And this could include you or your position group as well. Yeah, I, I definitely say we had the best defensive line in the state. I mean, we averaged 6'4", 250 across the board, and um, our backups would start at any school, I'd say. So I think that was a big thing about our defense. And uh, the other thing was our linebackers. I think we had really good linebackers this year. Yeah, that front seven was stout. And I mean, you could just tell that you guys could get a push on an entire offensive line, only bringing four a lot of the time too, which is something most defensive coordinators would kill for, you know, because then it just makes everyone else's jobs easier as well. But, um, you know, I guess kind of before we start looking ahead, are there any like Arapahoe guys that, you know, are kind of the next up here that you'd want to shout out for for next season? Some guys to look out for, maybe? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Sterling DaCosta is uh, a safety. Alonzo Ramirez. For Sean Miller, uh, you know, those are a lot of the some good guys who are going to step up next year and who have been playing this year as well. Awesome. Yeah, we love looking forward to that young talent and whatnot. You know, speaking of young talent, you know, obviously you're a senior, so you'll be heading into kind of that next chapter in your life and whatnot. And I guess kind of how has Arapahoe as a school or as an athletic slash football program impacted what you prioritize on the next level? You know, you had a lot of interest over the past couple of years, obviously. You had a lot of visits. So I guess kind of what were you looking for in a school or program as you went on all these visits and whatnot? Uh, you know, the biggest thing for me was uh, the culture of the program. Uh, you know, I, I kept highlighting that was the culture of the program. And the second thing was my relationships uh, just with everyone across the board. Like just because I, was, I see myself as like a family man and 
love to hang around my family, my friends, and um, the brotherhood, brotherhood of a program is really important to me. And my relationship with the coaches is really important to me as well. Yeah, no, that all makes sense. And that aligns with a, what a lot of, you know, athletes have said in the past. And um, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you're going to be seeing those guys more than most of your professors, right? So, you know, it's always good to make sure that you have those relationships and those bridges built for sure. And, you know, with all that in mind, you know, Mason and I here, uh, we pay attention to the social media quite a bit, maybe more than some of our followers. So where are you going to be playing college football? I will be playing at the University of Montana. Woo! All right, man. You know, I'm I'm somewhat familiar with the University of Montana a little bit, having gone to Northern Colorado. They play in the same Big Sky Conference, you know, so that's high yeah. level FCS football Montana. They're constantly in contention for, you know, that tournament at the end of the year at the FCS and whatnot. So congratulations on that commitment and congratulations on that fit and finding what you're looking for. And I know that, Thank you. you know, this recruiting journey, even from an outside perspective, looked pretty crazy. So, I mean, if you kind of want to talk about your recruiting story, because I know at one point you were committed to CSU to be a Ram and then, you know, Adazio kind of got let go. So what was it kind of like leading up to that CSU commitment? And then kind of what was your thought process following, you know, decommitting and whatnot? Uh, yeah, so before I committed to CSU, I was I was talking to, to a couple of Power 5 schools. Um, and then I realized they were all offering preferred walk-ons. So that's why. So I decided to go to CSU just because it was home was close to home uh, and then the new staff came in uh, and they decided to let go of other commits so that was that was kind of a big thing but at the same time it wasn't really just because I was already talking to other schools at the same time so uh, it, it all came like it all came into uh, just all came like came together at the end because Montana uh, ended up hitting me up and then uh, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I, I appreciate you knowing your worth. You know, I feel like Colorado talent in general is pretty overlooked and undervalued. And, yeah. you know, it's not treated like a football state, even though we got football players here, obviously, such as yourself. And, you know, I mean, we look, we talk about players every week on our top five lists, right? And a lot of those guys are D1 talent. And so I salute you for knowing your worth and, you know, going to a place that's going to help you out scholarship wise and, you know, not give you a preferred walk on where, you know, I mean, you could play at a power five school. I have no doubt about that. I'm sure Mason has no doubt about that, but they know that you play in Colorado. So they try and undercut you. So way to know your worth and get what you're worth out of the whole thing for sure. Um, yeah, I guess while you're on kind of your recruiting journey, what kind of tools did you kind of have at your disposal? Obviously, I know our guy over there at six zero does a lot, you know, as far as putting you guys on taking a lot of videos for like your social medias and stuff like that. So you obviously had like the six zero tools or, you know, if there were other tools, maybe from like the Arapaho coaching staff, because I know uh, Coach New has been kind of around the block as well. 
Yeah, definitely. So uh, freshman year, uh, the Rod Sherman, he's uh, he's been my coach since junior year. He's really helped me with a lot of recruiting, um, and he's gotten me a lot of my offers. Uh, and at six zero, it's definitely all the all the videos that he's taking that all the colleges get to see. That's like probably the biggest um, way that I've been recruited was uh, through six zero, just because they see like all the work that I've been putting in. And then um, recently, uh, it's been Ryan Mullaney. He uh, he works with Team Attack Academy, and so he's he's really helped me with Montana, the Montana, getting me Montana. All right. Did you say Team Attack Academy? Yep. What's what's that all about? I think this is the first time I've heard of it. Uh, so basically, he trains uh, O line, D line, and uh, I've worked with him one summer and uh, kind of helps me a lot with my tools. Nice. Is that a Colorado guy or is that like a, a national thing? Cause I know that you've done some national competitions and some Under Armour stuff as well, I believe. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, here in Colorado. Oh, nice. We'll have to connect with him and kind of see what he's all about. Cause that's awesome that, you know, we, we got Colorado guys putting on Colorado talent. That's what it's all about. That's what we're here to do. And so, you know, hearing about that obviously makes us very excited. I guess, um, you know, you're here, senior year of high school. You only got a couple of months of school left, which is exciting. And, you know, you're a solid student as well. What are What is some advice that you would give high school athletes kind of making their way through high school and who aspire to go to the next level, whether that's on the football field or in athletics or, you know, in the classroom. I say the biggest thing is stay consistent uh, in the weight room, training with your football team. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me, because uh, when you're not, you're, you're going to drop away, you're going to uh, lose technique. And uh, the other thing is don't take anything for granted. That's that's something that that's that's huge. Uh, you need to you need to live in the moment and uh, and know what's going on. Hey, that's good advice. It's kind of like take one day at a time and just hit every day as well as you can, more or less. And uh, consistency. Yeah. That's not really, you know, it it's like a underlying thing that kind of wraps a lot of things together. And that's something that not too many people have brought up. So I appreciate you mentioning that just that discipline to hit the same things kind of over and over again. So thank you for bringing that up. Let's see here. So, you know, we're, we're kind of getting near the end of the interview here, but I just had a couple of questions kind of pop up in my head as we've been going through. And um, I guess you, you listened at least to your segment of the episode. Are you familiar with some of those other top five guys that we talked about? Like Marcus, I mean, obviously you played with Jackson Adams, but yeah. uh, like Logan Cray and those guys, are you familiar with them at all? I am with Logan Cray because I trained with him at 6-0. Uh, who, who were the other top, top guys? So we had at number five, Nathan Hallmark. He was like the 5A leader of sacks in Fossil Ridge. And then Jackson Adams and Marcus Howard uh, out of Aurora Central. I've heard of Nathan before. Yes. Okay, and so kind of knowing those guys, obviously Logan 
and then you know Jackson who you played with what was it kind of like hearing all those names and then kind of knowing their game and then kind of you know hearing about their game and looking at it what was your reaction like okay like I, I stack up pretty well in this area or in this area or hearing in ways that you kind of exceed in those other ways against some of even your peers and guys that you train with. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting just comparing, comparing guys, but uh, I think the biggest thing is my size. I'd say like, I say that's, I think that was probably the, the biggest difference between me and the other guys. And uh, I'd say my my pass rush. Yeah, no, obviously your frame was our highest rated on the entire list. It's not every day that you get a class of 22 guy at your size who moves as well as you do and kind of has a bag as well as far as pass rush. So, you know, that was awesome. And, uh, you know, Getting to play next to a, another three-star guy on that line is obviously exciting as well. So, you know, Arapo, you guys had a lot going for you this year, and that was just awesome to hear. And, um, you know, obviously ended pretty successfully for yourself and, and Arapo. You know, obviously, you know, didn't get that state chip, but one of the further postseason appearances from Arapo in quite a long time. So congratulations on that, obviously. Yeah. Thank you. And now that we're getting towards the end of this interview, you know, we want to just give you time to shout out anyone in particular who you would like to mention who's been important to your academic or athletic career. You know, this could be friends, family, coaches, or fellow players. Just take as much time as you need to just make sure that you kind of thank everyone who's been a part of your journey or your process, man. Yeah, uh, well, first I want to uh, thank my parents. Uh, they've been with me the whole ride. Uh, and then, you know, I want to thank Matt Machesi at 6 uh, with helping me with all my technique work and uh, film and recruiting and everything. Uh, Rod Sherman, he's been a big part of my life. He's been, been my mentor and my head coach for three years. Uh, coach Riot, uh, Coach Joe New, he's been my D-line coach and he was our head coach this year. But he's been my D-line coach for the past four years and my mentor. Uh, and then uh, I also want to shout out to Jackson Adams. You know, we've been uh, we've had each other's backs and we're always pushing each other and making each other better. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great supporting cast, you know, and for your D-line coach to then go to your head coach. That's awesome that, you know, he finished out his coaching career there with you as a senior, you know, and uh, we obviously wish him the best of luck in retirement. He was very hospitable for us. You know, anytime we wanted to go to a game yeah. or get down on the field, he was always super awesome about that. Yep. And, you know, it, it takes a village to create an incredible player. And, you know, Jared Ramos is an absolutely incredible player. And we are so thankful to have you on the show, man. Thanks for stopping by and, you know, letting us have some of your time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, and, you know, very excited for, for your future. And, you know, going to definitely be seeing you on uh, my ESPN app. I keep track of uh, Northern Colorado, and they have a matchup with Montana basically every year. So, you know, I'll be keeping tabs kind of that way. And, uh, you know, anything you need, obviously, in the future, 
just feel free to ask, man. But uh, with all that being said, you are listening to this interview probably on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Anchor. You can hear about episode notifications by following any of those or subscribing so that you get notifications for all of our latest episodes. You may have also found it through social media, whether it was Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Playmakers Corner or at Playmaker Corner. We are also on TikTok as well, where we are going to be releasing a TikTok about Jareb here and his accomplishments and a little bit of his film breakdown as well. If you haven't already, go ahead and listen to our top edge rushers episode. That is it's episode 104 here. So that's episode 104 to listen about Jareb's full game. And I've been one of your hosts, Cody Stoffer. I'm your other co-host, Mason Austin. And peace.